0: Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that's streaming live from TFCon Toronto. I'm your host Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hello. Imported from WTF at TFW, Aaron. Hey, how you doing? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hey, let's talk Transformers. All right, well, normally I would plug our uh, Patreon and stuff, but we'll skip over that and we'll get right into talking about TFCon and how much fun we had this year. Uh, did everyone have fun at TFCon? <laughs> oh, yeah. Does anyone still have money in their wallets? Yep. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where I am. That should be a question. <laughs> that that's might be enough for gas money. I don't I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we've been coming to TFCon for a long time. I think Daryl's been coming the longest because he is Canadian, so he's you know. Yes,
1: uh, yeah, but uh, only 2011, I think, was my first one. So yeah. oh, okay, noob, I know. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, we we love we love coming to TFCon. We've, uh, you know, I think we've we've done lots of things here. You know, there's always lots to see, lots to do, uh awesome creators to talk to, voice artists, uh, comic artists. It's, you know, we have a great time every year. Uh of course, one of the things that's uh, that's really, uh, you know, people really check out is the third party panel. So all the third party toys that came out that are announced this year. Was there you know, what would, let's uh, let's talk about what our
1: favorites were. So maybe Daryl, what what, oh, what did man. you see? In I the mean, third that, for a third party panel, I mean, I'm always in for it. It started off with a figure that uh, I'm, I'm I'm in for is the Primus from uh, from um, what was it? Uh, Moon Studio St- Cell. St- Moon Studios. Uh, uh, no, uh, Moon Studio. Yeah. yeah it, so I got the uh, Studio Cell from from them already, and uh, it's I'm 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 pot committed. I think I'm, I'm getting I'm getting the the Primus so. Yeah, that thing looks gorgeous, and yeah, I'm I'm in. So, yeah. Anybody else uh, in for the Primus? Yeah, yeah. That thing looks gorgeous. So yeah, right on. Yeah, cool. Hey, you guys like that? No, you not Yeah, I know you guys. I know, I know you guys don't like <laughs> the Unicron. Or yeah. you, you don't have it. So, but uh, but yeah, that uh, that Primus is amazing.
0: No, Primus. That was good. It was uh, and yeah, good companion to Unicron, of course. You mm-hmm. know, uh-huh. darkness and light. <laughs> Aaron, anything uh, pop out
2: for you? Um, at the I panel? skipped the panel, but looked at all the slides immediately afterwards, um, as is tradition. It seems like sometimes, but uh, I always the thing that I dig on here is the getting the uh, like the uh, Iron Factory, the mm-hmm. like pocket scale guys, and seeing their very like samurai shogun styled um, things that are upcoming. The Grimlock, especially in his beast mode, he has two, the two like flags yeah, on mm-hmm. top of it. That's, that looks really good. That yeah. was that was very much okay. And when? Yeah. when? When when's when's this coming out? And will it be out? For, yeah, for it Chicago supposed,
1: maybe. Yeah. The the prototype was supposed to be here, right? And they just they didn't get here on time. I think so. There's yeah. there was quite a bit of that. Yeah. That's unfortunate, but you know it's the whole thing's coming and it's going to be here soon. So that's uh, you know, everyone's going to be able to get their get their copy and yeah. get their fix. So yeah, right on. No, that's awesome. I like that lockdown. That lockdown looked pretty yeah. Cool. That was pretty yeah. pretty sexy there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think, Jeremy?
3: Um, I a few months ago, I got some of those Doctor Wu. I don't know what the lines called, but the tiny, like you know, three inch, if that, um, tall figures, and just the new one, like the RC, it looks great. So I'm kind of getting into the, these tiny figures because they they're affordable and they don't take up any space at all.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I liked uh, that uh, the new age figure, that uh, that RC new age figure. That looked that looked pretty cool. I mean, uh-huh. it looked very posable. Uh, you know, RC seems to have a bit of a backpack problem, in a lot of the figures that get released, and, and that one seemed to to be doing doing pretty good. Didn't wasn't uh, and and the legs actually seemed to be part of the transformation rather than just you know you know folding, folding up the right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Alita one, I thought that Alita one that uh, was at near the end. Was, looked pretty cool too.
1: Yeah, Alita One figures they have, and you commented on at the time is that they just has a problem with the hat. <laughs> you can't get away from Alita One and her hat. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but it looks good. I'm, I'm the the future of third party is you know it's it's always you know a little finicky, but it's 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 still chugging away, and it, they're I think their quality but is chugs
2: getting a different getting... line. It, it's uh, it's Ba-dum. getting
1: it's getting. Uh, I think the quality is getting. Much better. Yeah. And, and it, started, it wasn't, you know, nothing to sneeze at before, but it's, it's just upping its it, game.
2: I actually had that conversation with a couple of, like, designer folks lately of it seems like they're getting more an idea of, like, the actual, like, industrial pipeline and, sure. and manufacturing pipelines in comparison to, you know, if you remember some of those very earliest third-party stuff that was always almost, like, styrene plastic and yeah. nothing that was very playable, that was all very, like, this is a statue thing, not a transforming robot, that happens to have another statue thing hidden in it versus mm-hmm. now it's you know other than production runs and you know manufacturability and child safety things are, are coming, coming close to par with uh, traditional manufacturing
1: yeah and I mean you know, outside of mainline obviously it's, it's I think the quality of a lot of this stuff is, is far beyond that it's, mm-hmm. it's very high quality stuff um, what do you say we give away our first prize why do we do that Let's see. uh, Let's take a bit of a poll of in the in the room. Who's got the most expensive thing? Who bought the most expensive thing this weekend? Okay, Uh, uh, all right. We got two hands up. What uh, what do you guys get? Come up to the mic. Yeah, come up to the Q and A mic. What do you guys get? I wanna I wanna I wanna see here. What we
2: what we what are we working with? All right. Well,
0: I got a
3: uh, complete Action Master Optimus Prime three ten.
2: Three ten. Can anybody beat three hundred and ten dollars? Three hundred and ten dollars. Okay. Next right. man in right. line. Right. here, sure. Yeah,
0: I, I definitely think I beat that. Uh, at right. the uh, by total fluke, uh, I was looking for the military Titans Fall of Cybertron onslaught, and one of the tables had that, but it was only selling with the San Diego Comic Con Bruticus, and decided to go in on it, okay. and in total paid five hundred and twenty.
1: Five hundred and twenty. Five hundred and twenty in one shot. And anybody beat that?
2: Nobody went for that. Um, the the um, Beast Wars Botcom oh, set that was there yeah. for three grand. Nobody well, nobody grabbed that nice one. To, it was
1: nice to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no nobody bought the Unicron that I was selling for two thousand se- dollars. I saw
0: Hathor, Hathor
1: Sentinel. Yeah, there was a Sentinel on sale. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, we got the most expensive thing bought. You got uh, a, a, a Bumblebee Pez dispenser and some Hascon Mo- Monopoly money. There you go. Congratulations.
2: It
0: right,
1: it right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you
0: got. So I, I wanted to ask what you guys thought of the, the Victory Leo from pa- Planet X and how that compares to the Victory Leo, that, the Haslab one that's coming out. Huh? What did you guys think?
1: Haslab. I need a picture. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I
2: got yeah, it that was. Uh, ba, 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 ba. I saw it. Um...
1: That's... Oh yes, yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I think it looks amazing. Planet X has their uh, um, their style right now, and they're really you know they've they've gone away from doing the uh, video game style, and they're really leaning into this other kind of I don't know house style. And I, I'm I'm all in. I really I really like it. Yeah. What do you think, Aaron?
2: Uh, I think I'll probably still be going, uh, be excited for my HasLab entry. Um, <laughs> Planet X is always significant. It feels like, yeah, uh, in, in their size and scale, which is cool for a lot of people, but not for my house anymore. So it's outside the scale
1: of detolf shelves. Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you what, did what you guys think of the uh, the victory, I mean, Leo?
3: I think it looks okay. I don't really have too much connection to the character, but I have the HasLab coming, and I'm just going to be happy with that.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's not like the HasLab one's going to be any sort of slouch, though, either. Right. Like-
3: yeah. It, it's going to, from everything we've seen, it's going to look great, too. And, you know, I, I like that there's enough diversity in the marketplace for people to get the version that they want.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's my feeling, too. I also went in for the, the Victory Leo figure on the Haslet victory Leo. So yeah, it's, I, I always wonder what, uh, you know, how the decisions get made for the third party companies. Cause they're kind of, you know, you, you're all, you're probably planning one or two years out. So what happens if the figure you picked Hasbro decides to do, and you know, there's always that, that
1: competition there. So I don't know. right. Cause since you, we brought up a little bit, I wanted to ask Aaron and maybe pull the audience a bit, but the, uh, are you guys are you worried about the uh, the white plastic on the the Victory uh, saber?
2: It's not a thing I directly thought about. I know it's been an issue lately, but I would hope and pray that with it being a premier product versus a standard retail product,
1: mm-hmm. that they'd
2: have more oversight. I think their 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 communication back has been with the plastic yellowing. It's just a matter of. Uh, new factory during COVID times and normally mm-hmm. where Hasbro will send representatives out to like go to the factory and, hey, yeah. make sure that you're doing the things. They just went, oh, okay, you're saying you're doing the things? Awesome. We don't want to deal with the potential of... Because I think those are some of the areas where it's like, hey, if you go over and someone on your airplane tests positive for COVID, everybody on the airplane stays in a hotel for two weeks and has no choice. Yeah. So can you afford to lock somebody down for half a month before they do anything, or do you have you trust the guy walking through the factory going, oh, yeah, see, it all looks good. See, we're not showing you the pit of bodies behind us. We're cool. <laughs> um, and so if something like that has occurred and then you don't find out about it until it gets stateside, well, I bet there was a whole lot of angry emails thrown about with yellowing showing up that soon. And I, if that were to happen to a HasLab thing, I think that they would, like work very hard to make that right yeah. because that's that's your top tier. Those are your enthusiast fans that are trying to drive things versus little Timmy begging grandma for a robot toy.
3: Yeah, it, the, the level of QA on a HasLab product is going to be higher than your mainline mm-hmm.
1: figures. It's just the time, right? You, you can have QA spent you know, at the factory during assembly and testing, but the time after the fact when it gets into
2: the hands of somebody... You can't QA that. You can, actually. You make pre-production samples, well, and then you run them through fatigue cycles, and you can, you can do that. It's all stuff that, that, though, when you don't have inspection oversight on it, it'll go away. This is literally something that's part of my job. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, th-
1: you need to get your, your uh, victory uh, saber then and, and test it for me yeah. before I get mine. Well, um, I,
2: I don't think it's that big of a production run.
1: The, because um, I'm terrified about the yellowing, because uh, I don't want it be, to be wasted. Is anybody else worried about it? Has anybody else thought about it? Yeah, yeah. When the uh, the RC, this the the, uh, the what was it the the cyber cyberverse RCs were yellowing in the package on the on the shelves, that got me worried. So yeah, I see, I'm glad other people are thinking about it and getting a little worried about it. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm holding some faith mm. that they're they're thinking yeah, about I, it because we I, asked the question on that last stream about uh, you know you know what's going on and what's happening here, and they basically said what you said, so you know that uh, you know we've we can't get over there, we know about it, we're trying, we change factories, we change materials, and that's you know this is what's happening you know we're doing our best to fix it and, and control it, but you know we can't do anything until we can right. get over there but yeah, I uh, yeah
2: yeah. I, I think if it did come up with yellowing and Hasbro is smart enough, if the, you know again, fan premier product came up with yellowing, I think they would have a very hard time selling any future HasLab products because anybody that touched the, the Transformers one that turned yellow would say, hey, what are you doing, and scare people out. So mm-hmm. I'd hope that Hasbro is smart enough to, to make that right.
1: Mm-hmm. Will we give something else away? You want another prize? <laughs> yes. All right. Who came the furthest? Uh, Who's f- who has traveled the furthest to be in this room right now? Indiana. Uh,
3: Waterdown, Ontario, Canada.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. It's okay. not the furthest I know that, but it's pretty far. All right. Hey. It's your travel time. Let's go for travel time here. Oh, just flew two hours from Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee is pretty far. That's pretty okay. far. Yeah. You're, you're, you Wh- beat Wh- me out from Indiana, but Wh- I drove. Omaha, Nebraska. That's yeah. a little further. That's further. All yeah, right.
1: Further. <laughs> I'm going to say Winnipeg, just because Winnipeg to uh, Toronto, Ontario is like a, almost like a three hour flight. Winnipeg's pretty far. It's it's still it's, it's within Canada, but it's pretty far. <laughs> Calgary. Oh damn! <laughs>
0: <laughs> every year, every year since like, what well, was Edmonton for a few
1: years, and then Calgary since like I moved there. Yeah, so yeah. Calgary's pretty damn far. I think Calgary gets it. Calgary mm-hmm. might get it, Mike. Seriously? Yep. Wow. What? Uh, anybody can beat Calgary? Come on, come on, Nebraska!
2: <laughs> well, here, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go.
1: The Earth is a sphere. So.
2: Calgary. Does, does, is it the
1: fact that it's uh, techno? Does it, uh, does it disqualify him?
2: <laughs> Let's go from here to Calgary. Uh, Google says it's. It's going to destroy it. It's so uh, far. Thinking. It's thinking. 3,374 hu- 3, kilometers. To which where To Calgary. And uh, and, and said, that drives you back into the US. That's the that's through, as, a, as a bird flies. Through Chicago er, and like Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota, n- Dakota Omaha? back said, up go to Omaha, that Nebraska. Is, Nebraska. Omaha is uh, like you're driving past Nebraska. So I,
1: you, so, so, so I don't I don't know your
2: your funny g- g- geography. So <laughs> <laughs> funny geography. It's it's a line on a map and it goes past Mike. the line to get
1: you traveled through space and time oh to God. get here, buddy. Oh my God! Great spot. <laughs> Congratulations!
2: That's
0: Congratulations!
1: You get a gigawatt. Sweet. A gigawatt.
0: Congratulations.
1: <laughs> <A> gigawatt. <laughs> what the hell is a gigawatt? <laughs> All right. Does anybody have any G1 figures in the room right now? All right. All right. Two. Come on up. Two, fantastic. Can you come up to the front and show me your G1 figures? I want to see them. Is that the line? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So it's not in the room. It's got to be in the room. 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 Yep. I want to see it. It's got to be Grimlock. Okay. Oh, this right. is good, this is good, no, I come, like it. Come up come to the on mic so we can hear you. Up Right up to the table, I want to see it.
2: It's funny, I've had this thing, I had the glues thing on when I was a kid, and it's here two hours and it breaks. <laughs> oh, no.
3: <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have a G1 Grimlock. Yeah, I don't have any
1: parts yeah, to fix like, it right with never
0: you. i at it and everything got a photo with them holding it. So.
1: Well, sir, because you are the only one in the room with a G1 figure... Toy hacks gift card, twenty five dollars. I may suggest fixing the Grimlock or putting it that towards a, a different oh G one figure. God, <laughs> like
2: <longer
1: already>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's talk about some of the things we
0: picked up
2: at TFCon. So yeah, yeah what, Aaron? What would you get? What'd you get? A whole lot get? of Iron Factory. Okay. Um, I got their. Uh, I never know their names. So the Power Glide. The Scourge that comes with the ability to make all of the sweeps. Oh, like you. oh yeah. He yeah. has four yeah. different sets of shoulders, four different faces, and four different weapon configurations.
1: Did. Uh Did uh, uh, Mr. Vangelis, did he uh, already co-opt the the heads and shoulders for those guys? No,
2: because he'd need more bodies. He was specifically talking about that. But then if he bought more bodies, then he'd have even more heads and more (laughs) shoulder pads and more weapons. So then he'd need more bodies. But then you'd get those bodies and have more heads. And oh, no. Oh, no. That's how they get you. Scourgeception. Yeah. (laughs) More like a scourge eating his tail. And then also also the uh, Galvatron and then the Samurai Cyclonus. Right on. Yeah,
1: right.
2: and that's been—that nice. was the majority of my transformer stuff because that's always like what I tend to get at TF cons or those, like I said before, those pocket scale guys because they make for easy forty, fifty dollar impulse buys and
1: and they're so easy to transport.
2: Yeah, yeah, right yeah, on. And I'm driving. I have a whole large SUV that could have been full to the brim, and instead it's like, no, nah, this could go just in the bag in the passenger seat. You have a lot of space in the SUV, huh? I do. No, I don't. I don't have that much money. I have extra con cash. I don't have that much extra con cash. Wanna,
1: let me talk to you about Unicron.
2: Um. I saw it rolling around in a stroller was the first time I saw one in person and then touched it and went, wow, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy.
3: Uh, Transformer figure wise, I, just, I bought a G2 Bumblebee at um, a parts party last night and You gave me a G1 Bumblebee reissue. I did. So um, that was it in terms of figures. And then I just, I got some arts. I got a commission from Livio. If you follow his Instagram, he posted a picture of a Darth Vader with part of the skull broken. That was mine. Remindeli. Yeah, Livio Remindeli. And then I have a commission (laughs) from Andrew Griffith that is still in progress. That will be, I asked him just to do his version of Superman however he wanted to do it. So I have no idea. What it's going to look like, and I'm, I'm very excited. And then I picked up a print from uh, Andrew Wildman, and that's pretty much it. So, and then I, I got a masterpiece sound wave off Charles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a today thing, so I forgot about it.
2: I mean, you don't have to count that. <laughs> oh, yeah, the thing that I bought off of a friend, I, I guess i counts. Well, count. I haven't
3: actually paid him yet, but I do have possession oh. of the figure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> possession nine-tenths of the law. Just run. <laughs>
1: right. Might be the best thing you got this weekend, but, yeah, it's okay. Don't yeah. count it. <laughs> so
0: I i picked up the IDW Rodimus, the Flame Toys model kit, which mm-hmm. uh, I, I think they told me I got the last one, so sorry, everyone. <laughs> um. Also, I found the um, these uh, the Transformers Choose Your Own Adventure, the Find Your Fate books, and yeah. So someone was selling. He had four of them. He had one, two, four, and five. So I was like, well, I, I I'll, I'll I bought them all. And then later on at at uh, at Proto Man's Parts Party, he had book three. Oh, nice! So, uh, and he it's gave like it. It's almost like they planned it. <laughs> And he gave it to me, so that was that was nice. That was yeah. that was nice. Shout out to Proto Man. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> also, uh, I got to like one of the high points for me was meeting Andrew Wildman. Uh, I was a, a you know long time comics collector since the '80s, so seeing meeting Andrew Wildman and getting a lot of books signed by him was awesome. I bought one of his uh, I bought his sketchbook. And uh, he did an interview with Transmission, so stay so tuned for that uh, this week f- on Alt Mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was that was awesome. Getting to meet him and uh, and talk to him was was great. So that, that was the high point of my trip.
1: No, I I bought a lot of stuff. Um, I, I was uh, I was looking for masterpiece skids. And uh, that was a hot ticket this weekend, and I stumbled upon one today, right at the end of the day, Really? It, it was yeah, it was buried right at the, right at the back of somebody's uh, booth, and uh, they, I mean, it was a little more than I was hoping to spend on it, but I was just happy to find it, so I bought it. and uh, yeah, so I got that. I picked up uh, a couple other little things, uh, some some comic book art. I bought some original pages, uh, bought one from Andrew Waldman, one from Andrew Griffith. And, uh, and uh, I'm really happy with those, but I got to say, out of all the toys and all the comic book stuff I bought, the highlight of my weekend for stuff I bought, and Jeremy showed it to me, was, uh, was the little pieces of the film oh, from uh, Paul Davis. Yeah. yeah, I like right? that too. Those things were unbelievable. I couldn't believe the, the, like the, the nostalgia cash that this guy was holding on to. And he just cuts it off. Well, he just snip, yeah. snip, snip. And the,
2: and the thing is, like I was going through looking for, for a Jazz character for Alfie. Sure. And Jazz is very briefly in that episode, but infinitesimally small, and he did not have that production reel in there. Aww. Of everything. He had, he had stuff before it and after it, so I got away without that. But that's the thing that's insane, because that just doesn't exist. That's, no. There, there are is exactly one of those cells in existence and yeah. now you have it. Yeah. So, it's, it's, so don't mess it up. It's, it's <laughs> insane.
1: I'm going to try not to, but again, mm-hmm. it's in my possession now and it's probably going to be ruined. Um, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so thrilled to have that. And yeah, we all had the opportunity to go and get them and they were, they were small. They're, you know, they're just a few inches long and it's, they're 30 bucks. Yeah, sure, 30 bucks. But now it's, it's yours now, right? And now you have this piece of history and I just, I'm just, i just so grateful to be able to just own it, you know? Mm-hmm. I grabbed a piece that's got Optimus Prime with his arms crossed. And I'm sure most of us got a lot of that piece because it was huge. It went yeah. forever. <laughs> uh, I got piece.
3: some Aerial
0: Bots on mine, too.
1: You got some Aerial Bots? I got a piece with uh, with Starscream on it as well. And I got
0: Perceptor p- and Megatron.
1: And I got a piece with uh, with Starscream just, uh, and Megatron kind of. Talking, I guess, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna watch the episode because I want to see where the these pieces are fitting into the episode cause, just because I'm, I'm very curious now.
0: The episode was Cosmic Rust, the yes. season two G1 episode.
1: Yeah, so. It was so
3: one of the lesser known episodes. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he had all these other pieces of, of stuff that was not for sale. These, uh, you know, the, the production stills, uh, you know... Um, he had a couple of books of
2: storyboards. Storyboard
1: yeah. stuff. And he yeah. had the, um, the animation cells of the fight between Tripicon and Metroplex that you could flip through and see it, you know, in sequence. And that just, that stuff blows my mind, you know. So, yeah. Out of all the toys and all the other crap that I bought this weekend... That stuff, that's a highlight for me for this weekend for sure. So mm-hmm. if, you all, if any of you all got it, you probably are feeling very similarly to me that that's a, a big highlight for you too.
3: And if you missed out on seeing any of that, the Sunbow archive online has a lot of the stuff from his collection. So you can see a lot of that stuff online. And also Paul Davids is a magician, and we got him to do
2: uh, a <laughs> magic so,
3: trick so, on me and Charles. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty cool.:
2: I saw him just blowing a little kid's mind with, uh, <laughs> with uh, like a racing deck of cards. The kid was just, oh, How did you do that? And he flips it over and he brings it back.
1: <laughs> <sighs> he's he's a wonderful a great child. A great guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you got a chance to interact with him, he's a fantastic guy. Should we give something else Speaking away? Speaking yeah. of, the, of the animation and the movie, let's give away a steel book of the 86 movie, huh? Anybody interested in that? Yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. It came out a long <laughs> time ago. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, and This is the Blu-ray steel book. Blu-ray steel book. Yeah. So this
0: yeah. is the 30th anniversary, not the 35th anniversary.
1: So yeah. not 4K. <laughs> the, um, the cover art is done by Mr. Livio Remendelli. So there you go. Um, this one we thought of a question. An actual question. So... <laughs> After Unicron, who are the first two named characters you see on screen?
3: Come on! I know Albus
1: is one. Of them. Oh, come on, come on my, up, come to the mic. We want to hear your voice
0: on the podcast.
3: <laughs> uh, I know that Albus is one of them. I believe it's pronounced Albus.
1: It is not. It, you you know the go.
2: Cranix <laughs> 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 and Armulus or- Arbulus. Or-
0: it, you're close right
1: yeah. Arminus
3: It's probably one of the most misunder, like, mispronounced names yeah. In Transformers well, I'm sure someone will get it right I, I,
1: I mean, it, oh we got one more behind you that wants to try Yeah Go for it Kranix is one, I'll give you that it's, It is one
2: Arbulus, look, it's Unicron
1: Yep oh, There man. you go, come on Congratulations. Congratulations yeah. There you go Yep. 30th. 30th. Yes. Yep.
0: I think that comes with a digital copy too.
1: I think so. <laughs> if whatever <the> digital system
3: is. <laughs> I, I think that digital copy up. system is no longer. Oh, well, yeah, it's in probably operation. expired. Yeah, yeah
2: that digital copy's probably yeah. expired. Yeah. So just just put on an eye patch and a peg leg and yeah. sail the seas. <laughs>
0: no one would ever think to pirate. Any movie? I, ever.
2: No, I, I was I was not talking about pirating a movie. I was just saying you could wear an eye patch. I don't know why you're intoning some sort of illegal methodology of procuring things and then putting it on like a really big. The, the law in
3: international waters is
1: different. We're not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> They'll hit you on the way back into the U.S. Um. Uh,
1: who? I. I mean, I don't see any children in the room. But are there? Who's the? Are there any kids in the room? Outside of Daryl's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my own is in the back. Fuck! No. Adult do not. Any teenagers? Okay. Yes, there are two teenagers. One of them is again. One your of them child. is one of them is my own. <laughs> um, we have one in front. All right, come up. How old come are you? Come on. on up.
2: We're going for the youngest fan here. Youngest fan.
0: Uh, I'm 14.
2: Do you oh, like yeah. Play-Doh? <laughs> uh, Tough here. <laughs>
1: Congratulations.
2: <Yeah>. Hascon Play-Doh. <laughs> you Hascon? You're the
1: youngest fan in the room, so there yeah. you go. I want
2: to say I've been listening to the podcast for a long time. Oh really? Oh, awesome. Wow. wow. I really enjoy it.
1: Awesome. Well, that's, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, you're only
0: 14, you've been oh, listening man, for a
1: gotta, long time. <laughs> probably like half his life. I got to stop swearing. <laughs> yeah. I've been listening for a while. uh,
2: I've been listening since I
1: started really getting into the fandom of Transformers. That's awesome. Oh, that's very good. Thank you. Thanks for listening.
2: We'll we'll be taking our walkers (laughs) off the stage here shortly.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, Transmissions is having its ninth anniversary in August. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Oh, man. And that's... Fresh from Hascon 2017. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so. It is. It's labeled Hascon. It might actually, you know, it should still be fresh. It's sealed, so yeah. you should be able oh, yeah. to use it. It's fun.
2: You, you get that hit of Play-Doh when you open it up. There's yeah. nothing like That's it. Why it right. <laughs> took a couple of Transformers brand people with it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, this is what gave them the idea to put the um, doh in those compound um, in the transformers yeah. yeah, in those seeds. Yeah.
2: Trying to t- <laughs> draw those guys back Just please come back to transformers. We love you. So we have uh, we have one more
0: thing to give away. Well,
2: we have, we have a few. two. We have,
1: uh, we oh, have another toy. Oh, hacks as okay,
0: well. well we have one more toy to give away. Um, so I'm I'm going to ask a ask a transmissions question. So if you're if you've been listening regularly, uh, hopefully you should be able to get this question. If you're um, and
2: just Let's go for it. Just <laughs> go for it. Just pull that bandaid off. For, Just first
1: hand up, then yeah. first hand up. Don't shout it out. <laughs> okay. So this this
0: episode will be coming out this Wednesday. So what episode number will this episode be?
3: I don't even know that.
2: <laughs> I see a couple people very furtively looking at their I phones. To, I
1: would have to look that, this
2: up. That, 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 <laughs> hold on. Let me roll over to my podcast app. <laughs>
0: I I will I, I will accept uh, uh within uh you know w- within the ballpark let's say with let's say within 10. Oh come on up. you, you raise your hand come on up. I'm just
2: guessing 954.
0: Uh, sorry that's 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 too, far. <laughs> too high. too, low? too high. Way too
2: high. <laughs> Even we've not made it that far so. You
0: you were second. Come on up. No no, 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 sorry. In the yeah, yeah, Are you in the black, yeah. Two ninety-four. Sorry, no, way too low. Our our four, our youngest fan, maybe he knows. Coming up. Um,
1: around three ninety-five.
0: That's close. That's closer, but still too low.
1: Okay, come on up. <laughs> You asked a very tough question.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I realize that's not the question that I told him to ask. Yeah,
1: I was I was expecting that question.
0: 294. Two ninety four.
1: How much? No, nin- ninety
0: four. No, that's that's too low. No. Oh. sorry.
2: Let's just take turns shouting out numbers. <laughs> All,
0: right. All right, come back up, come back in the book. I feel
2: like I'm
0: Well, at this point,
3: go Do ahead. Do
2: it just to end the pain. <laughs>
3: Six
0: hundred and
2: sixty. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Charles.
1: That's
0: correct. That yeah, is yes, correct. Four ninety-four. Four ninety-four.
1: Oh my goodness! <laughs>
0: <laughs> you might have looked at the websites. Stop the bleeding!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations yeah, just, for. The. <laughs> All right, let's let's do the last toy hacks gift certificate for twenty-five dollars. Um, if you've got a figure in the room that is stickerless, no stickers on it, I want to see it. No. Not the Grimlock. <laughs> <laughs> and you already got one. Come on. the All
3: right. It can't be the figure. Yeah. Just <laughs> one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rub signs
2: count? Like
1: that's That's. I mean. What do we got? What are we looking at? We got Starscream.
2: Plastics, and then we got RAD also, Galvatron. Uh, well, we got RAD Galvatron. It.
1: We got any third party stuff? What, what do we have in the back?
2: We got any All parts? we see in the back are just hands. We got so. any third
1: party stuff in the back? Because that stuff. Uh, it's not Transformers related, but I got. He's already got a gift certificate. That's cheating. Come on.
2: <laughs> it's not Transformers related, but it is stickerless. The that is a truck. Common Rider Forza yeah. belt. <laughs> I don't know what you just said.
1: <laughs> what do you got back there? Yep.
2: It helps. Because they sell transformer stickers. Yep.
1: Come on, i to be proud of your toy. Awesome. All right, let's. Uh, what's the Shield
2: doesn't have a sticker.
1: <laughs> what do you think is the best one that we've seen here?
2: Okay. I I love R. I. D. Galvatron. If if yeah. I've got to pick something, uh, that's I, a good I one. I would have
1: to agree with anything R. I. D. Two
2: thousand one. Yeah, we gave him the, uh, yeah, the yeah. But, he, but he's now coming up with the true win. Is that R. I. D. Galvatron? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I got my boo. I'm fighting for right now. He. he
1: Yeah, yes. of, uh, oh, oh uh, all right. If you if you figure out to, to pass that on, inferno on, I'm I'm happy. Birthday. No <laughs> way! Hey, oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday! Over here. Oh, there Uh-oh. you go. <laughs> all right. So the last stuff we got, unless you got something else. No, we're no, I don't. We're asking questions. Yeah, we're all right. So we've got uh, we've got some stuff here for uh, people who may have questions for us. And they are our, uh, our Till All R1 comic that we had done. So it's the, uh, the custom cover that we had done for Till All R1 one, number one. Yeah, the book's a little old now, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a customized It's amazing
2: cover. that you still have copies with your I, covers. I, it's it's I very, know. It's, it's very amazing. Yeah, you that think we those have, should all be graded I mean, and slashed? Now,
0: with, with IDW Publishing losing the license, these are going to be collector's items, right? And we're going to
1: make a lot of money. We're we going to make a lot of money. <laughs> So you're going to have to start if you've, if for, you've got a for question fuel. for us, you're going to get yeah. a copy of this. this is,
3: the cover so is drawn by
1: come Alex Milne. up to the Millen, mic and colored. ask a question.
3: Yeah. It's drawn by Alex Milne, colored by Josh Perez. Any and question. That's right, please. So, what would be your most memorable moment of, of your show? The most mem-
0: memorable moment that you've done in the past nine years? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I now
1: mean, you giving us hard questions. That's, yes. that's an easy one for me because it was at uh, when we were doing the panel at TFCon Chicago. This is just, I mean, and I was ta- We were talking to Greg Berger about it today. It's just we were ready to do the panel, and in walks Greg Berger, um, mm. and who are the Gary, right? Gary Chalk, Chalk. And, Richard Newman, and Richard Newman, and they're like, "We're here for the panel." And we're like, "But it's the podcaster panel." We know we're joining you. I'm like, "Oh!" And then we're just sitting up here with. And it's the, just uh, like this alternating voice for, podcaster oh,
3: voice actor. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: you know, it was it was unreal. It was surreal to be up there.
2: Yeah. You were there too, right? Uh, in the audience, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, mean,
3: no. I think that's got to be the best for me too, and just. Up, how how comment? gracious the the voice actors were because you know they were getting the bulk of the questions and like Greg Berger would redirect the topic to also relate to content creators and and just mm-hmm. make sure we were included and that was just awesome. Yeah. Greg's
2: great at that audience handling. Yeah. 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 Like there are, there are some guys that like they're here because they're voice actors and and it's whatever and it. then the questions kind of just it just, it's just I'm just going to come back here because they don't have that that mentality, but Greg has always yeah. got that. No, he's yeah. fantastic.
0: An- another high point for me was uh, it was this was when we went to TFCon Charlotte, North Carolina. It was Jeremy and I. We got to interview Greg Berger and Flint Dilly in uh, our hotel room. Like they they both came to our hotel room and sat down with us for like a half hour each and and yeah. did an interview with us. It was that was magical. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Good. Yeah. Uh, you know. What's your personal opinion on the 2001 robots in disguise?
3: It's amazing. It is the best. I, I am I am like the lone 2001 fan on the podcast.
2: There's not some, up here. We, we well,
3: not up here because you're awesome. <laughs>
2: like you cut him, I'll cut him, and then it's just R.I.D. <laughs> fans, so we're good. Yeah, I, I don't I, believe I, don't I mind, said I hated it. I don't mind it. It's just yeah. It's, I I, yeah, I just don't I, mind it.
3: Yeah, I, I wish that the um, whatever legal issues the you know you're the right. rights Thanks for the that question. show are. You know, it could be worked out because no one's going to see that show except, you know, on YouTube clips or whatever.
0: On the high seas. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I liked it too. It was, I mean, it was fine. It was it was not my favorite show, but yeah. I enjoyed it.
3: Hi. Right. Can I have a comic?
0: That's a question. <laughs> That's a question. Come on up. That's a question. What? That, I didn't think of that. No no duplicate questions. No duplicate questions.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. sad.
0: Anyway, uh,
3: Aaron, love your work. Seth Buzzard, great to finally meet you. Gog Dog, (laughs) Kick-Ass, and uh, Evangelist.
1: See you next year. Wow. Wow. i got to lower my voice like four octaves for that. (laughs) I'm going to ask the questions, not for a comment.
3: It's just a general one that I have. How is Yoshi doing?
0: He's doing. He's doing he's okay. Doing good.
3: He he yes. shot me a, a note about the audio quality, like when we started the panel. So he's watching. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right well, well. We we love Yoshi. We miss tell him. Tell him you know we miss him and yeah. his uh, G one staunch commentary on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully someday he will find all the rubber tires that he's looking
1: for. Awesome. Yeah. You have a comic. You can get one. Yeah. That was a question.
0: Trust me, we've got plenty of
2: them. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else? We've got one yeah. more. Anybody? One more oh, there's yeah. The, yeah. Like, we got five, six
3: more? Six more? Minutes.
2: Six yeah. more. Was,
3: uh, curious about what you think is going to be different um, in the toy business over the next 20 years versus what's happened over the last 20 years. What do you think will be different? What do you think doesn't change? I just wanted your point of view on that. Whew,
2: that's a alright. This is all right, this, okay, what's, here. this is, what's coming this is where
3: we get Aaron's professional opinions. Yeah, all
2: right. yeah. Aaron, drop um it. I really think that big lines um, are I think there's going to be a shift and change. Um, because we, we already kind of see it a little bit with just the like the width of stuff that we see in lines. That was like talking with Aaron Archer. He was saying that for armada In one year, he touched, like, almost 400 products. And, like, since then, we've definitely seen a contraction down. Because we used to, our model was, like, six waves of toys. Mm -hmm. Or seven waves of toys with three or four new items in each one. And now we're seeing maybe four or five waves with two or three things in each product line. Um, I see that. Potentially being a construction back down, and then on the flip side, um, as more and more people are getting things like three D printers and those resolutions are getting better, you see uh, people in the more like what we're doing versus what you know little kids that are just getting a toy so that grandma take keep them entertained. You know, I've seen places that you know people that are modeling very cool spin off designs that you pay fifteen dollars to get the. The file for it, and then you can print it on your own 3D printer. And I've seen some pretty interesting. Um, there was somebody that was doing a bunch of like original Power Rangers. What you think of like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? That was you get this. Here are the the you know filament colors to to use to match what we're looking for, and then it prints a big superposable thing like what you'd see a Soul of style deal. And hey, you know you do all of this, and you buy these. 14 screws and these 18 bolts, and it all goes together. I see, like that smaller design space being something that's growing a lot more. Um, but like what the big companies are doing, I don't. I don't know if they know what you know that far out is. Unfortunately, a lot of those are like they're looking three years into the future at, as the like extent of their planning, and maybe like very vague schemes another three years after that. But you know, even in the last. Five years, how much have have toy prices gone up just mm-hmm. because of yeah. pandemic and oil and everything mm-hmm. else? And at a certain point, they're just going to have to hit a ceiling of like what Walmart will support. You know, will they support a thirty dollar deluxe? You know, because that's getting way out of pocket money and into that's what they are here. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, I'm much more pessimistic when it comes to the um, the way that the the toy market is going, and for. Um, you know, when it comes to the future of, of uh, the toy market, I honestly think that it's it's going to be much. It's going to lean much more into a collector market. Mm-hmm. The the days in which you walk into a, a Toys R Us, fortunately, still here in Canada. So uh, you say a what? We. You we <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I saw the. Um, so you walk into a Toys R Us for. Um, actual toys is is going away um, you know the amount of of people I know with kids who have toys that they play with outside of Lego, which is still dominating um, is is so small right nobody has you know a small a, a collection no kid sorry no kid has has a small collection of transformers anymore right although I'm sure you do. Right? Um, There's always exceptions to the rule. But, you know, uh, I have a a daughter who's a teenager, and she she has friends and and, and doesn't know anybody who has toy collections anymore. They all play video games and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and... you know, do all the things that kids do now, and nobody like
2: Fortnite and do the davins and whatever the little kids <laughs> yeah. are doing they now,
1: always but they're always dabbing at each other and doing all these other crazy yeah. things
0: I, <laughs> I worry that toys are going into the place that comics have gone. you know comics used to be yeah. basically mass market for kids, and you know they were, they sold millions and millions of copies now it's pretty much only. Like not only, but mostly adults who are buying things and the and comic prices have basically priced kids out of the market, like you know kids are not going to pay five dollars for a comic for a twenty page mm-hmm. comic book i I think kids are not yeah. going to be able to pay thirty or forty dollars for a deluxe toy anymore, so i don 't know what's going to happen with you know with toys in the future i yeah. i hope I hope we can you know. I hope we can avert this future, but it seems like that's where things are going.
3: Yeah. In, in, in an attempt to not end this whole thing on a downer, um, one thing, yeah, one thing I think that has been positive over the last couple of years that I've seen Hasbro do is the way they interact with the fan community. Since conventions were not happening, they've done the the Facebook streams, mm-hmm. um, and then they've also, where at at like New York Comic Con and stuff, they would bring a bunch of like people from TFW, Sabertron, Allspark, Binyi, and show them all the stuff. But now they've opened it up to you know people like us too. Like we've been on a few of those uh, streams where we get to ask the designer questions, and um, I think we're going to see more of that. Even though conventions are coming back, they've seen value in that, and I think multiple times we've told them how much value. Um, this provides to everybody, so I think they are starting to value the, the fan collector a little bit more on the, at least the marketing and the PR side of things: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I know as a metric, they talked back when MPO one came out, and at that point in time, I think Hasbro believed that the adult collector was something like maybe twenty percent of their market. Where I would not be surprised if it is a lot closer to parody at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, looks like uh, I think we're we're bumping up to the end of the show. So I so think we're we're
2: gonna. Anybody with a last question for a book? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, last, last minute. minute question. Anybody else? Do it. What guest would you like to have on your podcast? That you haven't already had a chance That's to a talk one. to we, yet.
1: I mean, I think our, our I mean, white whales right now are, are Peter Cohen and Frank Welker. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah. If there's uh, who else we got on that uh, on that list right now? We've we've hit a lot of our goals, which is really quite nice.
3: Yeah, I, I think um, voice actors are high up there, um, but in terms of media people or like comics and stuff. I don't know. They're just so much easier to to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, we 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 haven't had Jeff Senior. I think he'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, you mentioned Neil Yamtov. Yes. Um, yeah. You know he. No one really. No one knows you know. where he is.
1: <laughs> well, Andrew Waldman's. Yeah. He, I'm gonna I'm gonna chase Andrew Waldman down and 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 try and uh, and try and get uh, Neil Yamtov's yeah. address yeah. out yeah. of
3: him. But <laughs> I don't know. Outside of that, it's really Show um, Frank Walker and Peter Cullen for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and uh, I I have I don't believe we'll ever. Yeah. Get them. I mean, if if we do, then I, I won't have to accomplish anything else in my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Children, eh, they're fine. Oh, I've already
3: had I've already had a child.
2: So, yeah, but you know, then uh, whatever you can do, they'll deal with themselves. Yeah. As... Mm-hmm. Would you to be Pat Lee?
3: Yeah, I would. Sure, that'd I mean, be great. Yeah, I mean, we we all know the stories, but why not? I mean, it would be interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. We'd ask him the questions.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, enough time has passed, I think, that, you know... Yeah. Oh, well, I think it's his
0: side, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we don't... We hear other people.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. We never hear
3: his. That's mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. uh, One more question I had is, you know, why is it that you... Are so passionate about this specific story franchise versus other ones. Like, what makes you different than a Star Wars fan who might favor Star Wars instead of Transformers? Mm. Uh,
2: we got wh- one of those too. What two. is it that, I, that I, we makes, got? This you got two of them. The <laughs> so I was uh, curious as to yeah.
3: the specificity. Why? Why do you like this so much versus other things that you could have also been just as passionate about?
0: I mean, I definitely, I definitely think part of it is like you know imprinting as a small child. You know, I, w- I was eight years old, in 1984, and uh, I mean, I, I think the the you know the excitement of a toy that turns into one thing to another yeah. thing was as, was always what captured you know captures your imagination. For me, I think a lot of my I, the potential of what transformers can be as a like as kind of a you know, media, franchise, space opera, storytelling vehicle. Like you can you can tell so many different varied stories in Transformers. And I think the thirty five year, thirty almost forty year history of Transformers has shown all the different kinds of stories you can tell in you know, in the context of giant transforming robots. And that's something that has always appealed to me. Not saying that I you know, of course I am also, you know, a Star Wars fan, a Marvel fan, all those other things. They they I, I love all those, you know, you know, Star Trek, all those things. But Transformers has just always been top of my heart all the time. And, uh, you know, also I think there's a, you know, for me, there's there's a little bit of... um I have a, I feel a little bit more ownership of Transformers because I feel like Transformers doesn't gets kind of a bad rap for they you know they're kind of re- relegated as a second tier because they are based on a toy franchise and you know they're just a toy commercial, they're just you know was cynically just created to sell toys and nothing more. But I think a lot I think a lot of what's been created as Transformers has grown beyond that and I wanna see it get the you know get the recognition that it deserves.
1: Yeah. I, I I mean I, I agree a lot with that. I um, I took a recently just took a deep dive into why people collect stuff and 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 you know why we uh, get into that and we did a special episode about that and where I where I chatt- chatted with uh, a social worker and uh, and really dove into the 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 mind of a collector you know and uh, I thought that was uh, that's been a question that's been bouncing around in my mind for a long time so if you uh, if you don't listen to our show then maybe check that out just uh, just as a one off because mm-hmm. we that was really fun just to kind of you know go it at a for a, as a clinical level just to just to in, in you know to see where you, you you why people collect things and you know yeah. if there's something you know going on in our brains but uh yeah you know, very similarly to charles it's uh you know the eighty six movie um it traumatized us uh, so you know and it stayed it stayed with me and and that kind of stuff, so yeah a lot of stuff happens to you as a kid, and I think you know. Um, you, you want to uh, you want to stay with uh, something that uh, you, that that hurts you. I don't know why, <laughs> why, why 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 do we do what we do? And that's maybe
2: uh, yeah. I'm sorry I made you angry.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I like I like the aspect of the transforming robots. You know the puzzle the puzzle feature. Mm-hmm. I really I really get into that.
2: Yeah, I'd say mine is is bits of that, and then also since like most people that are adult collectors have generally had a dark age, you know. Lego, you had a ton of Lego as a kid, and then, oh, you're too cool for Lego. And then you come back to it, and you're like, oh, my gosh. You know, for Transformers, I kind of had the same thing. And when I came back into it, I found a community as well. Mm. And there's a lot of it also that is that community. You know, I found TFW 2005 and made friends there and went to conventions and met some people and met some people that are, you know friends to family at this point in time in my life and, you know, I've kind of been away from them for a couple of years and it's great to come back to a convention and see a bunch of the familiar faces that I know and, you know, room with some of, you know, the best friends that I've had that's been a consistent thing as an adult that, you know, as a kid you have friends that are the people that are where you live because that's the people you're around and then later in life when you find a community of, of like-minded individuals and, and you have a lot of common interests it it then kind of can feed upon itself because you have the shared interests and then you can share your interest in those and have discussions with them and you know call people out on bad calls and bad takes of not thinking that like RID Galvatrons are really great toy and should win a prize for being here and, <laughs> and things like that but it all just like reinforces that thread um, so that even you know through a global pandemic and not getting to see people you still have you know those communications those those big chats that that then brings it back and so it, you, you stay in it because that's where your friends are and your friends are in there and so you stay in it
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah I much the same like I think we kind of got back into it around the same time like late 90s early 2000s and mm-hmm. that was like when I was finally like on my own making my own money and just kind of nostalgic for the past and I had like um caught up with Beast Wars and then that kind of just fed everything and then finding the people online uh, starting some online communities of my own and just it's been the people in the fandom that has really sustained it for me and then meeting the creators and like both of the the cartoons and the comics and stuff just it's just uh, such a great community in my mind that has just kept me going when, like, I, w- I work from home, so outside of family, I don't really see many people day to day, so it's just, you know, being able to talk to these guys every week and it just, I don't know, it, it, it just is, like you said, it feeds on itself. And uh-huh. I, I know Star Wars does that for some people, other fandoms does it for some people, but for me, while, while I'm a, a big Star Wars fan... It's just Transformers was the one that always had the toys.
0: Always had it's the home. just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's home. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thanks everyone for joining us and, and hanging out with us. If you have not checked out Transmissions, you can check us out online at transmissionspodcast.com. Uh, so we do two shows every week. We uh, you know we do um, uh, do a toy show and a comic show. We also have a... Transformers RPG podcast, a live play RPG podcast that's called Empire of Rust. So <laughs> zero, Daryl has not listened to any of our Empire our, our RPG podcast. He's not on it either. But <laughs>
1: I'm still I'm still waiting for the uh, you know the right moment to get in on it. If you see an
3: episode come out that says Daryl listen to this one,
1: that's the one we forced
3: him to listen to. But, yeah, so, uh, you know, check us out there. Uh, we'll, we'll have coming up soon related to that. Um, we had me, Charles, um, Mike, and Dr. Pants, who couldn't make it this weekend, um, played the deck building game using Tabletop Simulator. And um, that will be a series of, I think, four videos on our YouTube channel coming up soon. Yes. And that was a lot of fun.
0: uh uh-huh. And I think we we did mention already but we are celebrating 9 years this August on our podcast and we're getting to episode 500 as well. So we're going to have 9 years and episode 500 in a, just in a few weeks. So That's
1: uh, an episode 300 of Alt Mode. So yeah. yes. Yeah, we yes. do two shows a week so it's, so it's like 800 shows, right? <laughs> so I was close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Did you get a comic you could take out? Oh. <laughs>
0: And thanks, Aaron, for joining us. Yay, Thank you, to Aaron. Really. Yeah. You want to plug anything before we go? Uh,
2: WTF at TFW is another podcast. We're not uh, as regular as of late. Um, we just, we, we generally, I, I try and kick Chris often enough to, to make sure that we're still getting content out. But we've had a, a few baubles and some slowdowns. Mm. But uh, we're, still, we're still out there and we are still uh, have a huge back catalog if none of the links have broken in the past Decade and change, Um, but yeah, we've we've gotten to also do a lot of interesting interviews of some people that I think also also are no longer around. So if you want to do a deep dive into some some prior show slash the hobby interests, it's there too.
0: All right, thanks everyone. Thank you. Thanks for joining us.
3: Have a safe trip home.